0: World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good.
1: You're on how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like. The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it. Hello and welcome to the third faction, your good people in gaming podcast. It's Saturday, the 15th of January, 2022. This is show number 37, although it's kind of the second part of 36. <laughs> I'm your host, uh, Bricko, and with me, as always, is the wonderful, talented Noth, <laughs> and we can call her Demi. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing all right, thank you, yeah. It's uh, it's weird to be recording so close to the last show, but I think we have to, because we had so many questions, so we had to get yes. them done. <laughs>
1: Such a good turnout. Thanks again to all of our faction fam for sending in them Twitter questions. And now today we're doing the Discord questions.
0: We are. So you
1: guys can all join our Discord at the Third Faction show. Or the Third Faction, right? Not show. <laughs> there we the, go again. Yeah, you
0: go to third. Uh, you go to third. Oh, God. What is our website address? Is it the Third Faction or Third Faction? Hang on. I'll think check on my third. notes. We are, yes, thethirdfaction.com. Um, and there is a link at the top there for the Discord. Um, and the, the reason we do it that way is that it puts you in a little waiting area um, and it helps protect everybody in there because, obviously, we're yeah. trying to build a very inclusive um, community and we don't, you know, it gives us a way of wheedling out any uh, nasties. Not that absolutely. we've had any,
1: but, you know, it does no, give us a way
0: to prevent that. So.
1: Absolutely. So, this is going to be the second part, like I said. Um, and we're going to get these questions for us that ask us anything from our Discord. And I was wondering, do you want to do the first one, or should I do the first question from our Discord?
2: Mm,
0: I don't mind, you go first. I talked a lot last episode.
1: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) All right, so we have.
2: Shantyman, hello, Shantyman.
3: Yeah.
1: So <laughs> oh, getting and getting this in before <laughs> can. Who is the most absurd character to be a Dreadlord?
2: <laughs>
1: oh, oh man. The most
2: ab- well, oh, like if
0: you were choosing somebody random to be an abs- an absurd character to be a Dreadlord. I'm I'm guessing that's what Shanty Man means for us to pick I our so. Yeah, that's
2: the how one I that we it. think is the most absurd. Um gosh. That's a you see I would also like my my um
0: I, I was thinking like, oh would it you know, Darian Mowgrain would be ridiculous to be a dreadlord. But actually, I think what if we as player characters like turn out to be dreadlords? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: You know, what what would happen if like it, at the end of this expansion, it turns out that we're dreadlords and it's all been a big uh you know, obviously we, you know, we know that the jailer's been playing 5D chess and whatnot. Um, yeah. And what if we are a dreadlord? You know, that would be absurd. I, I uh, yeah, I, I think that would be pretty crazy. What about you? Well,
1: you know, I could go complete absurdity and say, Shraz, the pie vendor, gnome, that runs <laughs> around the center <laughs> Ironforge. How about that?
0: That would be brilliant.
1: He pops up and gives us one four, yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And now this question is for Demi. What magic st- from shanty man, still, what magics did you work to score a PS five? <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> the, uh, dumb luck is the magic that I used. <laughs> um, so the there are various websites that you that will um, do uh, updates, and they they will update like around about seven or eight o'clock in the morning, and say this website's updated, it's got a drop. This website's updated, it's got a drop. And I'd seen somebody on Twitter say, I got a PS5. And that was about 10 o'clock in the morning. And I thought, oh, I'll just go and have a look. I'm not expecting to be able to get one. Um, and I checked this webs- one of these websites that does, there's been a drop here, there's been a drop there, blah, blah, blah. And it said there'd been a drop on this particular um, company website. So I went over and had a look and thought, I, th- I mean, by this time it must have been like, I think it was like 12 noon, maybe, maybe 1230, something like that. Um, And I thought, there's no chance they're all going to have gone. And they hadn't. And I managed to place the order. And I was thinking, and I was doing this on my phone when I should have been working. But um, I was like, and I was thinking, this is, you know, this must be a, a bug, it can't be right because I'm on my phone. Maybe there's like something weird on their mobile website and it's not updated the stock, or maybe mm. it'll take my order and then they'll email me half an hour later and say, Sorry, you were too late. We we're out of stock, whatever. Uh, no, that was not the case. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I ordered the PS5. And then had an and, and when I was looking at the order it said it'll be you'll get it by the thirty-first of December. I was like, that's fine. I'm you know, this was a pure fluke. I wasn't expecting to get one today. I will just wait and um see, you know, when it arrives. And it came on the twenty-third of December. Oh so, yeah. yeah. I was Uber Mom. Yes, uber Mom you were. for quite a while. Um The novelty is slightly worn off for him, not so much for me, because I have so many different platforms that I play games on that I've, it's kind of like my weekend machine, if that makes sense. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, yeah, my magic was pure dumb luck. I wish I could say it was something more profound, but it wasn't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, sometimes dumb luck is the best magics. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and from Shanty Man asks me is a, he's a Bears fan by the way Chicago Bears this is football again sorry, okay
0: buddy. that's fine I will just um, I'll, I'll try I'll, I'll say yes and agree in, the, in various places where I think I should because <laughs> I still don't know anything
1: so he asks me as a Vikings fan Skoll baby Skoll um, who exactly is Kellen Mond and this is going to be a short sweet answer He was a third-round draft pick by the Vikings last year, so this was his rookie season. He saw five snaps, and I have no idea who he is. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't get enough time to see, um, and with our coaching staff, you know, feeling the pressure all year, they weren't going to give him some time anyway. So I couldn't tell you if he's got a shot, if he doesn't have a shot. I like his athleticism. He's got a pretty good arm. I I just I'm not sure. I couldn't even tell you which college he came from, to be honest. Texas <laughs> Tech maybe? maybe Texas Tech. I don't remember. But either way, I I liked the pick at the time. But with this particular coaching staff, he wasn't going to see the field regardless. So I guess I can maybe answer what well, next year when we do this, ask us anything. Yep. <laughs> I can uh, I can answer that question better for you, Shanty. <laughs> um. And we're both of our coaching stacks were fired and our GMs were gone for the Bears and the Vikes. So we got a lot of changes coming up. It's going to be pretty exciting to watch. Um, and now the serious question. What advice would we give to creators who are still young in their, creative journey, in their creation journeys? That's a good question.
0: Who? Uh, well, I consider myself still young in my creation journey. I mean, I started... Same. Yeah, I started streaming on Twitch... 2019 um like late summer 2019 but my stream didn't really do anything for the first 18 months it was really really kind of I wasn't struggling i just it didn't get any traction um Mm -hmm. and this year from about march um Not this year, sorry, last year. Goodness me. Uh, So from about March 2020, when 2021 even, um, it really picked up. And what made the difference was I started streaming consistently. um, And I swapped from streaming evenings. So I had about, I think I, I, I streamed for about a year. And then I took like August... 2020 until about March 21, I didn't really, it was very hit and miss. And I was struggling with what to stream because I didn't want to stream raids. I found that too stressful. I couldn't communicate with the stream audience.
3: Yeah.
1: And I didn't want to w- pay attention to yeah, the chat, you know?
0: Yeah. And I didn't want to stream um, in the evening. And I had been streaming in the evening. Um, because I'm, I'm just worn out and, and anybody who says content creation of any description is easy, (laughs) can take a run and jump, uh, (laughs) because you are responsible for everything until you're like running a studio where you've got people behind you to help recreate your, you know, turn your content into other stuff. Um, you're doing it all yourself and it's really hard work and it takes a lot of energy streaming in particular for me takes a huge amount of energy. Um, and that I'll come back to how that's affected this show in a minute, but, um, I wasn't able to do it in the evenings. And as soon as, so when we locked down again at the beginning of 2021 in the UK, I thought actually, I could stream in the daytime. Um, My income and my work is flexible enough that I was able to do that. Again, this might change in the not too distant future, but um, I, you know, so that, that made a huge difference being consistent and picking times that worked for me rather than picking times when I thought I, in quotation marks, should be streaming um, because that, that um pressure if you like wasn't good um so finding something that worked being consistent at it and then instead of worrying about like what i was actually going to stream because i was at this even you know at that point i was still a world of warcraft mono gamer that was the only game that i really played um so, if you're not doing raiding or mythic keys in World of Warcraft, what are you doing? Well, as I have seen from plenty of other people, like Justice Touchpad Warrior, um, he does mount runs. You know, he's famous. You know, that's one of the things that he streams consistently. Um, and then I, I was just like, oh, you know what? I could go through and do all the class halls in Legion. I can do Loremaster. Um, Mount farming's not really a thing for me, but leveling um questing doing all that kind of stuff doing the secrets you know things like that those are things that i knew i could enjoy um so sort of mainly early 2021 i was doing lawmaster and that was awesome um yeah and then obviously with the um abk shit storm yeah I didn't know what I wanted to do, took a little break and, um, I'd had been playing Sims on stream as well. So I've been playing Sims. I've been playing spirit. I got, um, a stream, stream de- uh, stream card, video card, whatever it is. Um, so I could stream with the switch. So I was no able worries. to play. Yeah. So I was able to play other games there. So it's always worth having something else in your back pocket in case you need it. And that proved invaluable for me. And then I moved into final fantasy and I've not looked back. Um, so I would say, don't worry about like what your, where your content comes from. You will find people who resonate with what you do be consistent. And, wh- and that doesn't matter what platform you're on. If you're con- creating content in podcast form, in YouTube form on, um, hover, which is one of the new ones. If you're a TikToker, if you're a streamer on you on YouTube or Twitch or wherever else, just be consistent and and do what makes you happy, because if you're playing a game because it's the meta and it's what everyone's and it's the new hotness, unless you actually like that genre, you're probably not going to enjoy it, and it will show in the longer term. Um, so find the stuff that you like, be consistent on whatever platform you choose to go with first. Um, and then I think the sec- the, the third thing is and and i'm not gonna say the word that a lot of people use i'm just gonna say make friends you know be involved in the community and talk to other people and um there's no um there's no shame in like telling people that you're a streamer or that you're a content creator but there is a way to do it that doesn't sound like you're poaching like you don't go into somebody's uh, into somebody else's content and go, oh, I'm sorry, but my YouTube video is better. Oh, I'm just gonna start my stream sorry. now. Oh, you should come and see my whatever.
3: Yeah.
0: Um that's shady as fuck. Um but you can go and hang out in somebody's stream and chat with their community and become part of their community and learn from them as a content creator. And they're more like, you know, if they know your name and they see and they come and follow you and you you have a conversation, they're they're more likely to send their audience over to you because they know you and they know that you're going to look after their community as well. Um,
1: Yeah, you got to build that trust.
0: Yeah, it's not, you know, it's a real, sorry, I could talk about this for hours. (laughs) There's a real, it comes from because I've done marketing and business for a long time. like there are some things that are shady as fuck and there are some things that are just sound business advice and if you want to grow content creation as a business you need to think about things from a business perspective i'm still a hobbyist at this point you know my the the podcast is just about to cover its costs you know we're at the we're at the point where we've got almost enough patrons that we're about to start covering our costs and you know that's taken us what a year and a half.
1: Yeah, thirty-seven episodes.
0: Thirty-seven episodes. You know, I don't. I can't remember when we started the patron, but anyway, probably last oh, year. Yeah, that's so that's true. Yeah. So not that you know the patron's probably not been up that long, but anyway, um, you know, I am very much a hobbyist. I am not somebody who is making massive amounts of money from content creation. I'd like to get to the point where I am. Wouldn't that be neat? <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I do it because I love it, and if you don't love it, you're gonna burn out um so you yep. just need to play what you find something that you love that you can create content around be consistent and make friends um and shanty man if any if anybody can make friends it's you my friend because uh, you really do make a lot of friends so I'm sorry, that was a very long answer. I could probably do a whole show around like <laughs> marketing advice, business advice, what you no should bother. be doing you know, in an ideal world, you know? I mean, I've still got an hour and a half worth of editing to do on a video that I should have had out a month ago from my stream, you know, oh, sure. and, uh, but because it's, I have to do other stuff. Um, you yeah. know, it doesn't pay any bills. So I have to focus on the stuff that does. But yeah, but if anybody does want to ask me about that kind of stuff, um just holler and maybe I will do some like content on it or something.
1: Yeah, I could have a creator round table. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. And I I would just say exactly what Demi just said. I I don't really have much to add to that other than when you start and you enjoy it, just do it. Don't be afraid. Um, you're going to be, you're going to have the, the nervouses, but, um, if you really enjoy it and you want to jump into podcasting or, or streaming or, or what have you, just do it. Yeah. And you'll find out real quick if you A, have the time, which is a struggle for most everybody, I assume. And then B, if you really do like it, you know? Yep. Yeah. Let's so just do it and don't do it if it ain't fun. Nope. <laughs> nope.
0: Um, there was something that I was going to come back to on that, wasn't there? And I've forgotten what it was now, but it'll come back to me later. Let's carry on with the questions.
1: <laughs> well, I think I'll ask this one from Miss Lister because of the first line. Yeah, it's kind of a joke on our streams, but anyway, Miss Lister asks, "Who is your daddy, and what does he do?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, seriously, Demi, who is your hall pass? So one, it was pretty funny. Yeah. So uh,
0: lovely Lister asked this on the discord. So obviously Ooh. I got, we got to read them first and I said, well, technically I don't need a hall pass because I'm single. Um, but I did say I would, I would think about who would be my hall pass. Um, and, and I'm going, I'm going to go a bit uh, off. I'm going to go fictional rather than real because um my my ultimate hall pass would be Steve Rogers. Um not Chris Evans per se but the Steve Rogers character that he plays in the MCU. Um and my like if I wanted to, if I had to go real like if I had to pick a real person this is probably gonna shock some people <laughs> um it might actually be Tom Holland, because he has got the purest heart. He's so short, which is not my normal cup of tea. Um, but that might be why he'd be my hall pass. Uh, just because it would it would be a bit different for me. Um, but yeah, hand on heart, my real answer will always be Steve Rogers. Um, if I could have had Jonathan Frakes in the 90s when he was playing um. Riker... That was one of my first ever crushes as a young girl. Um, that would have been one, possibly Morton Harkett from Our Har back then as well. But no, it's it's um, it's Steve Rogers for me, really. Like I have I have met some Hollywood actors. I have walked. I've like Johnny Depp's walked past me. Ewan McGregor's walked past me. And Thank I'm not you. like saying oh yeah. And I'm not saying like they've walked past me like. Over the you know, and I've been six people back or whatever. Like I've walked past them as if I well um, in both occasions. Well, the first, the first I was sitting on a sofa and he walked past to go out a door. He was like six feet away from me. That was Johnny Depp. And the second occasion, you and McGregor were sitting on a chair and I walked past him to go through a door, and that was about three feet away. So yeah. I've seen some like Hollywood types and. They're very beautiful people, but yeah, I don't know. It's the, it's the, it's Steve Rogers' personality works for me. So sorry. I've, that was very long winded again.
1: Sorry. <laughs> right. That's what we're here for. right? <laughs> Who would be your hall pass? Okay. So the first one that came to mind instantly was I am a Hallmark Christmas movie guy. <laughs> <laughs> and in the last few years, uh, my my adolescent crush was Winnie, Winnie from, uh, um, um, oh my gosh, come on from the wonder years, Winnie Danica McKellar. Oh, and so now as an, a grown up wonderful lady, she's doing a lot of the Hallmark movies now. <laughs> so <and> I'm, <laughs> I'm a big cheese ball. I love that stuff. I have no idea why. And I'm not, I'm not even going to defend myself cause it's who I am, but I started off with a crush on Winnie when she was, she's about the same age as me. So it's kind of funny that way too, but um, at like 12 or 13. Yeah. And still almost 50. She's still my, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, hall pass denotes something else, but we'll just go with yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll stay with that. We'll stay with that. And I never even really gave a thought about a fictional, I guess. I guess well, I guess at the end of the day, she's fictional. As an actress, but
0: yeah, but as a if real it's person, the actress, like a, yeah, yeah, she seems yeah. like a
1: wonderful mother and and just a all around good person. So they always say mm-hmm. too, never meet your heroes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you,
1: you may not like what you see, but
0: yeah,
1: I'm holding out hope for Danica. Aww. That's my hope. Aww. <laughs> the next one from Miss Listra, Demi. You've played a lot of or a bunch of different games besides WoW. What are your top five?
0: Ooh, now <laughs> this this is a again, this is a really good question because you are really putting me on the spot. So at the moment, uh, I would say Final Fantasy 14 and Horizon Zero Dawn are up there. Um, I played some Horizon Zero Dawn this morning. I am only at level 19, maybe. There's 60 levels in the game.
1: Oh, wow. Um
0: But I wasn't even looking at that. I was just following the quest lines and exploring and killing machines and being a complete noob because, like, I've put it in story mode. So, you know, the only way I really die is if I throw myself off a cliff. Um, But I am absolutely loving it. It is this post-apocalyptic world. Um, I've just discovered that the baddie that is... You know, as, as the as the character alloy, you don't know this, but obviously as the player, I know that what they think is um their evil god or their dark lord or whatever it is, that they've called Hades, which just made me so happy, It's just leftover machinery from before the apocalypse. Um I don't know what caused the apocalypse. I know that they had machines around and that there's um all these data points where you get all this story about like some voice notes or some hologram archives or some notes and it's basically like I think that I think one of them referenced Salt Lake City. Um so it's in, you know, um uh, North America somewhere and you're running around and it's it's just incredible. If if you have not played Horizon Zero Dawn, I strongly recommend anybody who likes this good story in their game goes out and plays it. Um, it's amazing. Um, Final Fantasy XIV. I mean, we talked about this quite a lot last, last show, but, um, again, a very heavy story based game and it's, yes, the game, you know, the gameplay in World of Warcraft, like I'm still raiding in World of Warcraft. I haven't got to raiding in Final Fantasy 14, but I've done lots of dungeons and I've done level appropriate kind of what they call Alliance raids, which is like 24 people. And you just pug it all. It's very rare that for those kinds of stu- things, you go in um, with, a, a, I think they call them statics, like a static group, like the same group. I don't know. I've heard seen some people say static. If I've got that wrong, I'm really sorry. But I won't be end game raiding in Final Fantasy fourteen. But the story of it is amazing. It has made me feel so many emotions. And I'm only in the first expansion. I've just into the patches of the first expansion and I've had more emotions in the five months, well, the four or five months that I've been playing than world of Warcraft has given me since Legion. Wow. It is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so horizon zero dawn, final fantasy XIV, the Sims is something that I come back to a lot. Um, mm. I find building in The Sims really relaxing. Like I'll stick a TV show on or a stream or whatever it might be, and I will build to my heart's content. And I will I build quite a lot. Um so I tend to like go through phases where I'll do nothing but build in the Sims for a week. And then I won't touch it sure. for like three weeks a month or whatever. Um so the Sims is up there. Um and then I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Kind of old school, but not like... I'm not talking like Pong here. <laughs> um, but I would say uh, The Godfather on Xbox 360. Was it Xbox 360? I think it was. Yes, it was Xbox 360. The, so The Godfather on Xbox 360. I loved that game. Uh, God of War on the PSP, which I know a lot of people will poo-poo over, but I have fond memories of playing that game, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so that's five, isn't it? I'd have to do yeah. an honorable mention for Tekken on the p s one and two. oh jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, those were cool. some very, very fun games as well. I'd like to get the new newer Tekken on p s five, but I just don't know how it would play. I don't know if it stood up to the tests of time, but yeah, that's those those would be my honorable mentions. So
1: what about but- you? Yeah, you'll notice she didn't ask me that question because it's honestly, <laughs> it's, I played, I can tell you the games I played before WoW. Yeah. <laughs> I love Grand Theft Auto. Um, Vice City was my favorite. It had the soundtrack from, um, say hello to my little friend, um, Scarface.
0: Yeah.
1: 80s I'm an 80s freak, so it just hit me in all the right spots. Um, and I played the heck out of uh, Crash Bandicoot. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then my first online stuff was, uh, NASCAR racing for the, I think the brand new at the time PS2. So that's been a long time, (laughs) um, but we'd be racing folks in Australia or Korea or whatever. And it was just crazy. Um, that's three, I think. Oh, what the heck? I'll just go missile command for the Atari 2600. (laughs) And then, uh. Oh, Load Runner, one of the first computer games I ever played. Load Runner was pretty neat.
2: Oh.
1: It's hard to explain. Um, you'd have to look it up because it's been a long time, but that was <laughs> a lot of fun. But yeah, that's those would be mine, I guess. And then WoW is still, I get lost in Classic, and man, it's just where I want to be. I still like yeah. retail. It's fine, but man, I really, it's like a time machine going back. Except now I got a mortgage. <laughs> You know, yeah, <laughs> a mortgage yeah. and a fiance and three wonderful children. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, lots of good games out there. I just don't have much time for others when yeah. this one takes up as much. <laughs> and now, our favorite swear words that aren't but make you feel like you're cussing.
2: Uh, That's
0: a good question too. <laughs> so I like frick a lot, Um sure. which is. For those of you that watch Scrubs, you'll know about Frick, Um, Fork, which is from the Good Place. Um, Forking shirt is one of the ones. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. In the Good Good Place, Place. yeah. Um, I I kind of oh, and shut the front door is also a good turn of (laughs) phrase because you know exactly what people are saying. Yep. Um, But I tend I tend to just cuss to be honest.
1: (laughs) Just get it out. It's just a word, you know. All my creating is uh, adult or whatever, <laughs> so yeah, I don't. Yeah, I try, I try to be better when the kids are around, but the. construction no, guy, and it develops bad habits, y'all.
0: Well, I I took the decision a long time ago that I was just going to say to my kid, you can swear at home if you no, you know. I it. No, I mean he knows the power of words. He knows he's not sure. allowed to do it elsewhere. Because of the power of it, and people might get upset. But yeah. in the home, if he feels the need, like he has today with one of his computer games, if he feels the need to come into me and say, Mom, this is fucking shit. Oh, and it helps him express himself and sure. get it off his chest, then it's fine. He doesn't go around saying, Fuck you, fuck this, fuck that, never right. know. Or anything yeah. like that. And he hasn't learned the C word. So.
1: Yeah, you I'll know, just leave that one in
0: Australia. Yeah. Yeah. There are, you know, well, the Dutch say it in, in Holland, it's not oh, a big really? deal at all. So, oh, okay. um, you know, it, it will happen at some point and he'll just have to learn, you know, like with anything else, he'll have to learn where the boundaries are. So, yeah. um,
1: the See first, next Tuesday is the one today.
0: I- yeah, I, <laughs> even I, you know, I say that. So I tend to say it when I'm with very particular people, in, sure. in in my life, um and I have to feel really comfortable with people to say it because I know people find it offensive. And sometimes yeah. when I hear other people say it, a little bit of me goes, "Oh, I don't like that word." And then I'm like, "Hang on, no, I do yeah. like that word in certain <laughs> circumstances." Yeah. Yep. So anyway.
1: Yeah, I, that's the one I use least. I will be yes. It. Yeah, it me too. Me <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And then was, if. Oh,
0: go ahead. No, no. Ahead. Well, I was just gonna say there was some weird TikTok where I think an Aussie guy was talking about the c-word and how oh. Aussies just use it like, yeah. like punctuation. And um, <laughs> but uh, and they were saying, but in in America they 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 can't stand that word. They think yeah. it's awful. Like, oh yeah. no, it was a Scottish guy. Sorry, it was a Scottish guy, and he was from Glasgow. So he was saying they just use the C word, it's like punctuation and in America, they really, really hate it, but they'll say motherfucker like it's nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> just like, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Choose which one, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, all right. I think we did a good job on that one. I think we if, did. If you could create a meetup for free, who and where would you go? This is this is so tough. It I is like so if many. it's
0: if it's for free and I can just Say, hey, everybody, there's no cost,
2: get over here. Yeah. Um. I. Oh, screw it. I'll just take everyone to Disney, Disney
0: World. Why not? There you go. Let, let's just say, hey, guys, we're going here. Here's your plane ticket. Your hotel's booked for, everything's paid for. Let's go. You know, we might end
2: up booking out the whole park, but yeah, why not? <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah.
1: I would do much the same, but it would be the Dominican or, you know, one of the Caribbean islands or something. Yeah. We all just get on the (gasps) beach.
0: NECA! We should just talk to Richard Branson and book his whole island.
1: There you go. (laughs) I like it. We'll even take the cruise ship to the island. How about that? But yeah, that's... You can, and I'm really in need of some sunlight. Some, yeah, I was, I was just going
0: to say, you could tell that we're
1: in the Northern Hemisphere and we're both
0: really cold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, absolutely.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, dear. Shall yeah, I ask Krazy's question? Yeah, what's that? absolutely. Right. Yeah, uh, sure. shall, I was going to say, shall I ask Crazy's question sure.
2: next? So Krazy asked... First of Krazzy's questions. Uh, can you fold a fitted sheet...
1: No, nobody can. It's impossible. No. Yeah.
0: I, I, I no, I run a domestic <laughs> cleaning agency and I can't fold a fitted sheet. Nope. Uh, which crazy. way round do you have the toilet paper?
1: Mine comes off the top.
0: Off the top. Well, they all come off the top. Do you mean, <laughs> do you mean it comes it rolls, over the top and out, the, over, f- the out top, and over the front of, rather than down the back? Correct. Yep. Yeah. So um, I, I uh, have a standalone toilet roll holder, so it doesn't matter because <laughs> it can yeah. go either way.
1: I actually have the same. But yeah, and, and to be yeah. honest, as long as there's some there, I don't give a shit. Well, you know, exactly, because when you're as having a shit, as long
0: out. as there's toilet roll there, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, what are you proud of,
2: but never have an excuse to talk about?
1: in real life um i'm really proud of our show um and don't get much of a chance to talk about it the guys at work know about it um and i guess you know i guess a few of my friends know about it too i don't know that they'll ever listen but they're they're definitely you know they're good friends and they're they're behind whatever people do you know yeah. what what that was <laughs> the greatest yeah. Katie Ray, (laughs) she just walked into the room quick and took my attention anyway. Um,
2: um, yeah, I think
1: like in the gaming sphere, it would be my knowledge of racing. Yep. I never get an excuse to talk about, you know, but in the real world, I think it would be, I'm really proud of this show. Um, I'm even to a certain point or a certain
2: aspect proud of the stream, even though I'm not consistent enough. But
1: yeah, I think my knowledge of sports history, but I mean, that, that does get talked about at at times, I guess. So yeah, I would say, I would say this show, I'm not worried about being called a nerd. It just never comes up, you know? So yeah, it is what it is. I wear it as a badge besides everybody knows I'm a bit of a geek (laughs) slash (laughs) nerd. How about you?
2: Um uh so right I did
0: (laughs) yeah and I did say they could ask anything I didn't say we would answer but I did say they could ask anything and um this is really personal and it might be too much information for everybody but I I try and be as open as possible so I am really proud that I breastfed my son for over a year because we had some really bad problems. He couldn't latch uh, properly in the hospital. And we I had a very uh difficult birth because I was not allowed. I was um I was over I was over my due date, so they had to um oh god, what's the bloody word? Induce me. But nothing was happening. We had an emergency C section um and then we had to stay in hospital because he basically he got dehydrated because he wasn't drinking enough and we weren't allowed to go home until he'd um proven that he wasn't dehydrated anymore which if anybody knows what that means then i you know it's fine i'm not gonna go into too much detail because it'll bore everybody but um we were in hospital for a week um and then when i came out we still had loads of problems I had to use these amazing things called nipple shields and that actually got me to the point where I could we could breastfeed properly and then I was able to keep going for a year so he was I think he was around 13 months when we stopped in the end um but that's something that I'm really really proud of and I don't often get to talk about because well uh people seem to think that breastfeeding is in quotation marks the most natural thing in the world it's not it's bloody hard work and if if you're a first time mother and there's nobody there to hold your hand or to help you or to demonstrate for you then you re- you will really really struggle um i my my son was born in a massive baby boom so the month that he was born, normally there's a baby boom in September because everybody gets jiggy over Christmas and new year, of course. Yeah. Um, and there was a baby boom the month that he was born on a par with the ones they normally have in the September and they were not prepared. And I didn't see a midwife Jeez. on my ward unless it was for drug rounds. Like nobody came and checked on me. Nobody. And, and oh, I'm man. not, I'm not trying to lay blame on anyone. I'm just saying that's the reality of where we were. Um, I had very, very good support in the form of my two sisters and Kiddo's dad. Um, kiddo's dad went and bought pumps and shields and brought me in food, like because hospital food's fine, but he brought me in like fresh food to like help with yeah. my energy levels and all the rest of it. And when we got out of hospital, he did what's known as what's called like the dream feed at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night. So I'd go to bed at like eight and sleep until baby woke up at one or two. Um I and and even with that level of support I still struggled, you know? So that is something yeah, that is something that I am really proud of. Um and I'm sorry if that was a bit too much information for everybody, but there you are. If you see a breastfeeding mother, you go and give them a high five, you give them a glass of water and you uh if you can buy them a cookie or a piece of cake or something, because every time baby drinks or and eats, we have to drink and eat too. Um so please just like support them. <laughs> sure. Um and and you know, the content creation side, like I think uh, very much like you, I am very proud of what we do here. None of my family listen. Um, my, the friends that I know outside of the gaming sphere wouldn't have a clue. Um, but my, I know quite a few of my guildies listen. I know, um, like as we've grown the podcast and as we've both grown our streaming side of it, you know, more and more people are being drawn to the show and it's amazing, but I'm probably most proud of the guild and the Community we've built through the, this podcast um being able to build inclusive spaces that allow people to feel safe and um you know we tolerate everything except intolerance so okay. you know being able to create those spaces and to keep them going especially in the past six months since the shitstorm um, has been challenging but so worthwhile and so rewarding and that in in this space those two communities are the thing that I'm most proud of. Hear, hear. Sorry that got really deep and I nearly I nearly I nearly had a little tear then so I'll just um
2: compose myself for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's well it's cool that you're comfortable
1: enough with all of us goofballs too, uh
2: Well that's because we built the safe space for it, haven't we? So
1: Absolutely, yeah.
3: Heck <laughs> <Like>, yeah.
2: <laughs> right. Oh I'm yeah. asking these, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I was just I
0: was thinking, oh, I'm waiting for Brico to read this. I'm like, oh no, it's me, I'm reading these out. Um, is there a conspiracy theory that you believe?
1: don't know if it's conspiracy or not as per se, but I believe in UFOs and aliens. I'm an X-Files junkie. That's my, uh, that's my jam. Um, I watch ancient aliens <laughs> quite often on the history channel. Uh, nice. It just, it's, I think it's pretty arrogant of us to think we're the only ones in this huge, huge universe. So I think that's the one I would believe. If, I don't know that it's conspiracy because you can't prove either way. <laughs> although, although the Nazca lines beg to differ, right? Oh, my God. Let's not get into that. could <laughs> <Let's laughs> be a whole podcast on that. But, yeah, how about you? Is there one that you believe?
0: Uh, I believe Decorus is a dreadlord, and that's my conspiracy yeah. theory.
1: <laughs> well done. I like it.
0: <laughs> Bazinga! Um, yes, no... Yes. Um is there a conspiracy theory that i believe um i i would like to believe that area 51 has some alien stuff in it
2: too um yeah. i oh gosh i mean i i don't
0: well, oh, I you see. I, 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 because first theories are a bit triggering for me because if anybody, uh, knows my family history, there is somebody in my family. I am, a, you know, well, it's my mum. Uh, she's a QAnon nut, and I love her, but she's my mum, and uh, this has become a real problem for us. Um, because I'm quite left wing. Not necessarily liberal in the way that Americans think of liberal versus conservative, but I am certainly socialist. So having a parent who is a right-wing, racist, transphobic, probably misogynistic, but can't quite see any of it, um, is really difficult. Um, So I stray. I don't really bite with many conspiracy theories um because of how strongly my mom identifies with them and how I have to like distance myself from that um sure. if there was one that I was going to have fun with it would be that Elvis isn't dead
1: there you go <laughs> He is running a convenience store in Michigan uh, yep, I'm yeah sure
0: you know there's a guy <laughs> down the chip shop swears his Elvis you know I, I I think that that's a good that's a fun one Yes. You know, so, yeah, I'd I'd probably go with that one. Um, But, yeah. And, yeah, I believe aliens are out there. Absolutely they are. So, I mean, I'm a Star Trek nerd. How could I not think,
2: you know, they existed? So, um,
1: yeah, there's so many huge... Things built that that defy any logic at the time frame they were built. So that's we had to have help from somewhere.
2: Well, yeah, um, I can't go into it. I can't go into it. I think about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, as a construction guy, that's the way I see it. It's it's it'd be harder to replicate the uh, pyramids we're uh, crying out loud now. Oh dear, I I just but, I can't. Yeah. I can't <laughs> we can leave
3: oh, that one there
0: but right, let let's, i mm, yeah uh i don't want to fall out with everybody uh this is just to say i am not a QAnon nut but s- some of some of the QAnon conspiracies are so uh the way they work like most conspiracy theories is they have that one grain of truth and then it's just spun out around everything else and one of theirs is that they believe the aliens built things like the pyramids and
1: oh, geez. Don't me Machu Picchu God, and all crack. of
0: Well, I know, but that's what I'm saying. You know, That's <laughs> why I was like, no, we won't do that. Anyway, let's move swiftly on. Yes.
2: Krazi's <laughs> last question. What superpower do you absolutely not want? Oh.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Is invisibility a superpower? Yes. Because I don't want that. I couldn't trust myself. <laughs> nope. 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 nope not for me that's a no for me dog <laughs> yeah
2: um you see i would i would not want uh premonition i don't i don't oh. i wouldn't
0: i wouldn't want to know what's coming i don't want to know the future i don't want to be like nosnobo an and know how i'm gonna die thanks
1: oh that would um be miserable yeah
0: no yeah don't want that don't want don't want don't want <laughs> Okay. God, they they were some like re- seemingly really innocuous questions from Krazy. And actually they're like
1: <laughs> He's deeper than he likes to let on, isn't he? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. speaking of that,
1: Krazy Crazy does a show um Aussies of Azeroth. Yes. Oh, uh, with Alenia. Uh Alenia streams a lot of the hardcore classic stuff, so check them yeah. guys out. Thanks, Cra- Thanks beats. for all the questions. Huh. Right, do you want to do the next one, or shall I? Sure, I could do this one. Okay. Because Zuri's a guild mate over in Lions Pride mm-hmm. Tavern. And he asks, coffee or tea?
0: Coffee in the morning, tea in the afternoon.
1: Okay, I am coffee. I do not much care for tea, unless it's sweet tea floating down a river. <laughs> <laughs> and it may or may not be mixed. But yeah, we can just leave it at that. <laughs> Okay, if the world were going to end tomorrow, would you proudly dance naked in the streets?
2: Of course.
1: Absolutely. Same, a- absolutely, yes, yes. Yeah. I would do it Shake right now, to be booty. honest. I, I love, I love, yeah, I hate clothing.
0: Yeah, if That's... it was warm enough, I'd be naked now, but it's not. Yeah, so. right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like 10 degrees here No, The sun's shining, it looks great outside, but it's not, I can assure no. you. <laughs> no,
0: It's 8 o'clock at night here, my curtains are drawn, but I would still not be going naked. So
1: it's not warm <laughs> enough. Uh, this one's for more of your past. Um, um, as we know that you are not a partaker of the, the booze anymore. <laughs> but vodka, rum or scotch and straight up or mixed? So
0: I was never a vodka or a rum drinker. So it would be a single malt scotch for me, either a Glenmorangie mm. or a Laphroaig, Um Usually straight, sometimes with one ice cube. Um, but you don't mix a single malt
1: no no you do that
0: that's, that that way lies the, uh, the, the that's a very dark path and anybody who does does that i would urge you to come off that path immediately yes like if you want a whiskey coke you mix a bells and coke you yeah. do not miss, mix a single scotch a single malt scotch um so yeah so i i mean i'm sober now i've been sober nearly it'll be two and a half years next month I am probably at the point where, like I've talked about this, I might have a drink, but the difficulty for me is knowing that I can just stop at one drink. That's why Mm. I stopped drinking alcohol. I was a functioning alcoholic for all intents and purposes. Um, So I think if I was going to break it, uh, like a glass of very expensive champagne or a Lagavulin or a Laphroaig, you know, the really pe. Um, malts might be the way that I would do it. I certainly wouldn't do it for cheap cider or you know, any, anything that was less than
1: superb, basically. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. What about you? I, well I would say along with you, I never ever mix a scotch. Um, and if it's a bad enough scotch or you need to mix it, you shouldn't have bought it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I guess in the summer I do enjoy vodka um pink lemonade that's pretty tasty I years and years and years ago I was kind of a Bacardi rum guy I would never been a uh spice rum guy but I would do yeah I think I would just prefer like vodka pink lemonade and then uh scotch and then never mix a scotch never
0: No, no, no. Don't make single malt.
1: I might float two ice cubes, but that's maybe three ice. Depends on the size of the ice cubes, but that's all I would do. I actually have Scotch rocks now. Those uh, sandstone or soapstone or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Those work really nice. They don't water it down. But I think we covered that one pretty well. Um, Yep. What's your ideal first date?
2: Uh,
0: To be honest, doing something like... Going for a walk, or you know, I I dated a bit in the first round of the pandemic, and all you could do was go out for a walk. Um, no. and actually, it was kind of nice because you were outside, you weren't restricted like in your surroundings or anything. Um, like if I'd have wanted to run away, I could have run away. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, do I think to be honest, doing something um so whether that's going for a walk or not necessarily a movie i think i don't think movies make good date material because you don't actually get to talk to the person sure. um dinner's fine but i think that's something you you kind of build up to
2: um yeah, that makes sense
0: and you know one of uh one of my f- favorite recent dates was I say recent, I haven't dated in God knows how long, but certainly in that. let's say in the last 12 months, <laughs> we, went, we went to a local park um, where you could do a very short circular route or a slightly longer circular route or a much longer circular route. And the idea was that if it wasn't going very well, we'd just do the short one and I would just say, oh yes, it's just down here. Oh yes, it's just down here. And then within half an hour, i would be back at the car. But it went really well, so we went all the way around and ended up like walking for a couple of hours and that's you know, I also think when you're walking side by side and you're not sitting opposite somebody, it's much much less interrogatory if that makes sense yeah. um I can see that. yeah, and there's also stuff around you to talk about, um so yeah, doing something um and then. <sighs> There's got to be laughter. Like if I can't laugh with somebody, yeah. um, you know, ideally there would be some kind of attraction, but I don't necessarily need that on a first date. You know, if if that, that might be something that comes later, like third or fourth date. If I'm probably, if I'm not feeling it by the fifth date, then I'm kind of done. But um, yeah. yeah, laughter, walking. Cooking, a cooking, um, one of those like, oh God, like a cooking class. class. Yeah, Yeah. something like that where you're like, you're a bit out of your comfort zone and you can make mistakes and you can have a laugh together. Um, You know, yeah, ideally laughter, food, outdoors. I'd be happy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah,
2: Or art, like a gallery or something. So,
1: yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, I'm a little, I don't know, if I just don't know any better probably, but a, a nice dinner
2: is, yeah, I,
1: a real nice dinner that has something for both. You know, not just a steak joint for me or just a sushi <laughs> joint for her or, or whatever, you know. Um, what if do, you want
0: sushi and she wants I do want
1: steak. sushi, actually, and I'm one <laughs> that'll eat just about anything, so... I'm pretty easy to feed. <laughs> so I, I get the side eye sometimes because I ask what she wants all the time because it's easier for me just to eat whatever. And she, you know, if you're not in the mood for something, why go do it? Well, I don't I don't really have the mood for this or mood for that. I just like food. <laughs> so, um, uh, but I think I, I do like a, a nice, quiet ambiance, you know, not real... Real dimly lit, but. Yeah, because you
0: can't the, see them properly if it's too dark.
1: Yeah, right, right. Exactly. That's the same. That's I don't know what you're getting a into. A movie's not going to work for that either. No, a movie's not good for a date. And it's too dark, but yeah, a nice candle going or something and, and nice music and a little Frank Sinatra maybe and <laughs> sitting down, enjoying a meal and getting to know each other. I, I that That would be my ideal one, I think. Pretty hard oh, to talk somebody that. to get into your boat the first time you meet. <laughs> yeah. We'll build up to that.
0: Yeah, build up to that. Don't do that on the first date. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, and then a question for the show from Kazuri. How do you get a good following for your pods and streams and what worked for you?
0: Well, I think we kind of touched on this a bit earlier. Uh, yeah. with Shanti's question about uh, advice to creators who are still young, but
2: um, so I think so. Obviously, I'd been streaming for a little bit
0: on before we started the podcast, and I we both went on other podcasts first as guests as well, mm-hmm. um, which meant that we had a bit of practice and we were able to talk to those podcasts about our podcast. So, you know, one of the one of the good ways, especially with podcasting, because you can do it more easily than you can with streaming, um, is to go on other people's podcasts and tell, you know, with the express purpose of being interviewed and asking them if you can talk about your show. If you know, they don't want you to talk endlessly about your show, but you can say, "Oh, yeah, and we have this podcast, and this is what we talk about." And then you talk mm-hmm. about the other stuff, whatever the topic of that podcast is. Um, but most podcasts, if you are on as a guest, will ask you to introduce yourself and tell people what you do on the internet. and then that is your opportunity to talk about your show. And then you'll go on and answer the other questions that the podcast has or the discussion topic or whatever it is. And If they like you, then hopefully they'll come and follow your show as well. Um, I think that definitely has worked for us, building up other connections with other show hosts. So, for example, um, obviously Drakoris and I talk a lot about lore, Um, so having him on, and then he goes back to LFR and talks about him being on um, Third Faction. Um, I mean, Ali and Sniper Frog yeah. were some of our earliest guests. So then, Ali very kindly mentioned our show on Dungeon Fables, having Jin she and came Fear my on. That was
1: pretty. Aww. awesome. yeah,
0: she's so lovely. Yeah. She, you know, having having other podcast guests on your show, um, yeah. and there are ways to do that if you're not an interview based show. You know, LFR do it where they'll do a bonus episode, and that's where they do a Q and A with a guest. Um, And we do it the other way around. Our primary focus is interview and our secondary, you know, when we do our bonus shows, that's why we do the law. So we're the opposite, but it works really well. Um, That definitely worked for us. Um, Streams. I think I probably covered. Have you got anything? I'm sorry. I've taken over that question completely. That's
1: fine. You've said everything I was going to say anyway. Um, You know, and then the streams, it's hard to tell, you know, sometimes I'll have 12 people, sometimes I'll have two, Hmm. Um, but it's not really never been a thing for me to worry about the numbers. It's just a good time we have, you know, and if people want to come hang out, that's what we do. So I don't know that anything's worked or not worked. It just is kind of what it is, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I'm not consistent enough either to build a super big following and that's, that's just something I can't I just can't be super consistent with a stream, which is what, like you said earlier, that's what really makes it um stick is if you can be yeah. consistent.
2: The thing
0: with but, the consistency is you basically train your audience when to expect you. So they even if they don't do it consciously, they subconsciously build your content into their routine. Um and that's one of the things why I've always tried to except when we've been on hiatus, I've always tried to get our shows out, at, record at the same time, get them out at the same time. Um, yeah. You know, and we talked on our first anniversary about all the thing, all the other things that we wanted to do, like the after hours shows, yeah. the Bricker and Burning Crusade, the more um Demi and Dracorus do law stuff. And unfortunately life has just got in the way and we've not been able to do that as much as we want. But we have tried to remain consistent every fortnight on this show. And part of that is because we've trained our audience to expect us. (laughs) So, you know, I, I know I get really like fidgety if I haven't done stuff at the right time for the show, because I'm like, we have a deadline. And a part of that is because I trained to be a journalist and I have, and I only work well with hard deadlines, but um, (laughs) be consistent Go on other shows. Um, be part of the community. I think that's a really good thing for any content creation creator. Be part of the community that you want to be in, that you want your audience, you know, your audience is in. Because it's don't be the shady guy or girl or non-binary person. Be the friend. Be the yeah. member of that community rather than the oh i see you're streaming i'm gonna go stream now right you know don't be that shady person um yeah just and and but yeah and it will grow you know if we did a show a week we would obviously grow a lot quicker but we don't do a show a
2: week we do one every fortnight because that's what we can manage so
1: for sure (laughs) so do i read the side question not for the show uh, here. it's fine you can read it <laughs> what do you look for to be a guest on the show uh
0: so generally speaking i've booked the majority of the guests uh brico booked josh corbett and did that one um and we have uh, as we've gone on i i'm a bit of a control freak so i've Maintained a lot of the reins, but Bricko's now taking over a lot more of that, and it's much more of a 50 50 split. But when we're looking for guests, we have a list that we created when we first started the show, and we haven't even got halfway through that list because we keep adding more people to it. So, for us to be on our show, what I look for is somebody who is, if they're not a content creator themselves, then they are involved in the community and they have to be so there there are a couple of things that i always look for they have to have an inclusive attitude and an inclusive approach to life yep. and that's whether they're a content creator or just a member of the community um because we are about creating inclusive spaces and if somebody came on and was any kind of phobe it wouldn't work um I generally, when I put somebody on the list, I will have checked out their content. So I will either have watched a stream or listened to a podcast or watched a YouTube video or maybe all three. Um, And then I,
2: and the other things that I look for more so since, I think since Cell's Pride event last year,
0: I went through all of the guests that he spoke to and put them on our list. And we had a couple of them lined up before we went on hiatus. And then because we went on, yeah, because we went on hiatus, we had to cancel, but we, we, you know, we will rebook those people. And part of that is because if we're going to be inclusive, we can't just be two white people. Right. You know, we can't be two cishet white people. So part of that is part of what I also look for is, are we, is, is this person, um going to bring some diversity to us are we able are they a you know and and just are they good people you know and right. that's regardless of um creed color background whatever it might be um you know if they're because you can you can you can be a member of a minority group and still be an asshole <laughs> you know? yeah,
3: right.
0: um and we don't want assholes so
2: those are the sorts of things that I look for. Um and then you just ask them.
0: Oh yeah, go the the previous question, um, like uh, I think I've said this before. Um one of one of the points from Shanti is about what advice would you give? Uh, just ask people. Like there was I got a bit of blowback when T and E came on. And um because people certain people that I no longer speak to uh thought I got a bit big for my boots and I was just like, all I did was ask them, and they said yes. You know? It, I I if you don't ask people, you know, you're never gonna stand a chance, are you? I also asked Henry Cavill on his Instagram after he built his PC, he hasn't even replied. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, everybody. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I you know, when you, one of the earliest tips that was given to me was from Sil from Whispers of War, who said, when you approach people for coming on your show, use their business email and, and, and title the email invitation to be on a podcast. And they know exactly what they're dealing with then before they've even opened it. And that has stood us in really, really good stead. You know, that's why we've got some of the, the people that we've had on. Sure. Um, but, yeah, I just look for people who aren't assholes, and it's not difficult to find them. There's amazing yeah. people out there.
1: Yeah. And, um, You know, like with Josh or, or T&E yeah. Nobble even, yeah. just ask. Yeah. You know, it's like I'd, I was I'd, super shocked when Josh said yes. I'm like, what?
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what I mean, Josh cool. Corbett's an a like he's an amazing content creator, and he doesn't yeah. pull his punches. And, you know, we couldn't get our timing worked out. And because I knew how passionate you were about that one, I was like, "Look, just go ahead and do it. You can do it. It'll be fine." Yeah. Um, you know, and it, he's a he's a brilliant guy. And like with no- noble was like our first, like, top tier content creator, if you like. You know,
1: sure,
0: yeah. Um, and I, you know, not to put anybody else in a smaller con. You know, I don't. No. All, all our all our guests are important to us. Yeah. But he was the first one where I was like really nervous. Um, but he's an absolute sweetheart. Absolutely. You know, he's a, he's a really stand up, decent guy. And yeah, you know, you just guests just need to be decent people who can talk about the relevant topic um, and who fit in with the show. You know, that's why I check out their content as well, because as a broadcaster, you have to do your research, and that's part of doing the research. So, yeah. Sorry. I've talked a lot sure. this episode.
1: Sorry. <laughs> all right. Oh, You're a little more thoughtful than I am, I think, at certain questions, that's, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: oh, dear. You can oh, – yeah. I've had I, – I said before we got started, didn't I, that I was feeling a bit weird, and I think I might have had too much coffee today, and that's why my mouth is now running away with me. So uh. – <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. You want to do Capo's question?
0: Okay. So Capo (laughs) asked, this is his second round. So he had questions from last week and he came back for round two. He wants to do a life swap. After playing WoW, hang on. Excuse me. I'm just going to have a quick drink of water and then I'm going to read this out properly because this deserves a proper setup. Hang on.
2: All right, let's go. So, life
0: swap. After playing WoW for an unhealthy amount of time, during a partial eclipse of the moon, Demi and Bricko are magically transported through the interwebs to each other's domicile. Once reality of what has happened sets in, Demi, how do you think a rugged outdoorsman such as Bricko will adjust to life in and out of the UK? And Bricko, what sort of shenanigans do you imagine Demi will be a part of in the land of 10,000 lakes? Stay tuned for next week's episode. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> well done.
0: <laughs> oh, man. So, so I want you to answer your end of this question first. What sort of shenanigans do you imagine I'd get up to whilst in the land of the 10,000 lakes?
1: Well, you, you would have any number, and this is kind of an easier answer, but you'd have any endless places to walk your puppy and, and, and your son around these lakes that we do have here within 15 miles of this house. We've got, I think there's 28 or 30 lakes. So nice fields everywhere, dog parks everywhere. Um, I don't know. We generally have, you know, we do have a bar that does music. (laughs) (laughs) Um, let's see. We got a, I don't know if you're much into baseball. But we do have right across the river behind me, we have the Dundas Dukes play amateur um, baseball and usually make the state Minnesota State Tournament. Um, but you could find your way into all kinds of shenanigans, I think. If you, <laughs> if you looked hard enough, because I have no problem finding shenanigans. So yeah. I think you. <laughs> if you were up for some shenanigans, you could find some. We could yeah. go mud trucking. We could go... Hop in the boat, you could go cruising the lakes, you could uh wait, there's disc golf. I mean, you name it. (laughs) There's a lot to (laughs) do here. That might not be a great answer, but man, I thought I had it pretty well figured out until you just read it and I'm like, oh man.
0: (laughs) Well, I think you'd be okay here. Like, if you were in my house, you'd be absolutely fine because there's plenty of outdoor like I live in a fairly small town there's 20,000 people in my town maybe 25,000 now we are like 50 yards down the road from my house there is a nature reserve where I normally walk the dog I can go any direction and I'll be in like the countryside within 15-20 minutes I live on a ri- by a river that you can walk along the river there's an old roman road that overlooks the town as well oh, so in terms of the rugged outdoors you're pretty set there's a lot there's a very big national park about 45 minutes away um one of the uk's biggest national parks there's loads of history in the area that i'm in as well Um, like if I even started talking about that, it would be far too easy to locate where I live.
1: (laughs) Sure. Um, but but that's the kind of thing I'm completely into.
0: Yeah. There's loads of history. There's lots of sport. I mean, this is the UK man. This is the home of the premier league, even though I don't really do football, (laughs) the the area that I live in, there are three, you know, um, I don't know if they're premiership teams anymore, but there's certainly three highly ranked football teams within an hour. Um, you know, there's loads of stuff to do here. And and it, just in this little area. My hometown has its own cinema. There are bars galore in my hometown. Yeah. My hometown was once one of the most densely populated pub towns in the county.
1: <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> um,
0: once a month there's a farmer's market, so you can go and buy all the like fresh produce or straight off, you know, straight out of the yeah. field almost. Um, my little town has a great kind of cafe culture. There's loads of cafes. There's lots of live music when we're out to have that again. Um, you know, all that kind of stuff goes on at the end of my street. Almost is the local rugby club,
1: you know? Well, so
0: that's loads of stuff.
1: Yeah, loads and loads of
0: stuff. So I think actually, you'd be all right. I think you'd yeah, be all
1: right. I, we're real similar. We got, so our little town that I'm in is like 2000 people, but we're that's a mile t- and a half. <laughs> yeah, but we're a mile and a half from twenty thousand. You know, okay. so yeah. That particular yeah. town is is our favorite suburb. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But yeah, we got a cinema, we got Yeah. And like I said, the river down here has a walk path now and it's yeah, it's our house is on a just about an acre and it's about a uh another acre to get to the river. So it's yeah. real close. You know. Yeah. So. You wouldn't That's even have lovely. to go to dog park. This yard's big enough for you and Poocher. <laughs>
0: I hope you like that answer, Capo. But I, I think we would do very well in each other's houses. I think we'd be all right. Mine might be a little bit small for Bricko's family, but
1: yeah, mine might be. I could probably clean mine a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. That placard that's usually in an old in in farmhouses. It says, "Oh, my house was clean last week. So sorry you missed it." Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> uh.
0: So should do you, do you want to do lady a's?
1: Sure. And finally from lady a. Would you rather be chronically underdressed or chronically overdressed?
2: I say I <sighs> overdressed.
1: I think I lean that way too.
0: You can always take like if if you've got like loads of jewelry on or high heels on or something you can always dress that down. It's really hard to dress up jeans and a t-shirt, though.
1: Yeah. I just, like, I never ever get a chance or a reason, really. Mm. So, and I I like to gussy up. I I do. (laughs) You know, shower and stuff. Yeah, that helps. (laughs) shave. (laughs) All right, so we I think we got that one covered. Would you Mm -hmm. rather be 11 feet tall or 11 inches tall?
0: Ah... Did what was that re- that awful Matt Damon film where they all shrunk down? I can't remember what it was. It
2: was a terrible film. Um, I think I would rather be. Uh, I think I'd rather be eleven inches, like
0: really? 11, 11 inches. You, I could adapt to life as it is now, couldn't I? Yeah. Eleven I feet. I couldn't even like. I couldn't stand up in the room that I'm in now. I mean, my ceilings are what, maybe seven and a half feet, something like that. Eight feet. I don't know. But I wouldn't I'm even be. Of, you know, you you wouldn't even be You wouldn't even be hunched. You'd have to like physically bend over all the time,
1: wouldn't you? Right. So I'd go for yeah. eleven inches. Yeah. I think I'd go eleven feet. <laughs> Just, and, and, it, and it was funny. I was going to go the other way, but after I thought about it, um, I've always been tall. Um, yeah, like six foot five, six four, whatever. And yes, I've hit my head a lot. Sucks, but man, when you're 11 inches tall, all kinds of different animals are more of a threat now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, so... I was
0: thinking I'd just be holding on my dog's collar and taking him for a walk, and oh, I'd be like, go. <laughs> go for a ride. You like you, you
1: know? had uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog?
0: <laughs> yeah, be fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'd go taller. Yeah, at 11 inches, I. Cats would be different. Yeah, uh, you know, mice yeah, would be cat, a lot yeah.
2: different. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know, just stuff but like that. that.
2: That's true. <laughs> That's true. I hadn't thought of it that way.
1: Rather have a pause button or a rewind button for your life.
2: Ooh. Yeah, this one's pretty deep. Pause. Enjoy it more. Give myself time to make decisions. Sure. Um, and to anal- and
0: to sort of say, is this what I want? Because there are a few things in sort of the last, gosh, I say probably last 20 years, where I wish I'd actually thought a bit more. Um, yeah. and having a pause button would have given me the opportunity to work through those. Um and I mean, how far if you rewind, how far back do you go? Right. And do you get younger? But keep and the knowledge dangerous. that you had. Yeah. Yep. No, pause. Pause for Yeah, me. I
1: think Definitely. pause too. And, and much for reasons like you said, but I didn't think of it that way as much as I thought of it just to enjoy the pause. Yes. And take it all in. Yeah. yeah. I think that's... The, that, the, the, only, the only real, the real issue with that it, is yeah. knowing... Is, would be knowing when. Like when you're in the moment, sometimes yeah. you miss it. Yeah. You know, we won a few championships racing and... It went so fast because, you like I would pause that to just yeah let it really soak in. You really yeah. worked hard for something. You really are at the pinnacle of what you're doing. You know, yeah changing tires on national television. You know, it was. I would I, yeah pause for sure. Because <laughs> rewind, I think it'd be a dangerous, slippery slope, and
0: <laughs> yes, I think so too. Yeah, it,
1: you could go back and think you made it, you know something you may regret right now. And go back and fix it, and it could completely derail. yep. it could make it better, but it could completely derail. And, and you, how many times are you
0: able to rewind it? Exactly. Like how many times? How far? And how
1: far? Yeah,
0: yeah. that that yep, would yep. be too different too, too too what open to abuse, I think
1: yep. So. And then the last one from A. See everyone's fears or hear everyone's desires.
0: So this would you rather be able to see see everyone's fears or hear everyone's desires now i initially thought oh well i don't want to hear everyone's desires cuz i don't want all those voices in my head and then i went but i don't want to see what everybody's afraid of either but yeah if the way you see people's fears is just like say they're afraid of spiders and they just have a little golden spider that sits on their shoulder that only you can see that's not too bad right, right. that's okay that's all right yeah. if they're afraid of like their partner walking out on them and that's what you see playing out in gold on their shoulder that's not so good no but if you hear everybody's desires all the time yes. like if and if their desires change like I'm thinking like is this a fleeting desire? Is this just like oh my god yeah. I'm going to kill that man? Right. Where you think just for a second how much
1: you hate them? Yeah, and desires aren't always good, by the way. Folks. Yeah. <laughs> or
0: is it more like a Lucifer thing where it's their one true heart's desire that they, you know, that has to be drawn out of them and you hear right. that that might be slightly different because although you're still hearing them all the time it's like their heart's truth um but I still think I go with see everyone's fears because at least I can shut my eyes
1: my first yeah in my when I first read this it was see everyone's fears and probably shouldn't but because I'd like to help Mm. you know Mm -hmm. it's I don't know (laughs) Not everybody yep. wants your help, you know, so you got to, no. but that, that was my initial thing was because I want to see your fear so I can help. Yeah. And that's not what I'm here for. And it's not, but, <laughs> but for some reason, you know, that's, that's what hit me at first. That's yeah. So I, I'd rather see everyone's fears than hear everyone's desires. Mm. Yep. Is it? Yeah. For much the same reason, I can't help them with their desires might want to help them with their desire, you know, whatever. I, I yeah. don't know. How I, that d- would. <laughs> I just, that I went, deep,
0: man. yeah, I went with a mental health thing. And like, if I can hear everybody's desires, I, I am not going to maintain any sanity. Yeah. And, and if I can see everyone's fears, then I can shut my eyes or I can tell them what I think they're afraid of. And, yeah. you know, recommend counseling or something.
2: Right.
1: I don't know. Yeah. But, For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what a great bunch of questions! You guys are the best. Our faction <laughs> fam rocks.
0: They were awesome. That's that's the end. Can't believe yeah. it. It took it's a while so- to get there, but we got there in the end. We did it. Woohoo!
2: Um, yeah. so would you like to read the outro, or shall I do it? Oh, let's
1: have you do it. I did the beginning. Okay. And then, yeah, last week I did the outro. Yeah, let's just okay. alternate.
0: All right then, folks. Well, we don't have any new reviews or shout-outs, but we do want to take a moment to thank all of our patrons because we are very, very close to actually having the show paid for every month, um, which doesn't sound like a big deal, but when it's been coming out of personal pockets for quite a while, it is a big deal. Yeah. Um, thanks, so we everybody. just, Yeah, we just want to um, reiterate that thanks to our lovely patrons. If you do want to be a patron, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the third faction show. I've actually streamlined lined it a lot. There is only one tier. So you can pledge the minimum on that tier or you can pledge above that if you want to. That's absolutely fine. Um, but again, because of uh, the way life has been <laughs> testing sure. me of late, um, it was it, it felt better and fairer to the patrons to actually just make it one tier. Um, because we're not going to be able to live up to a lot of the stuff that we'd originally wanted to do. So that's right. what's happened there. But yeah, that's patreon.com forward slash the third faction show. We will always be free. We won't start charging people, uh, but your support does help us cover the costs. So thank you so much. And will yes. enable us to bring you more. It will, we will be doing more. We are going to do a Demi and law show. Um, so there will be more coming. Um, and we will be able to do other bits and pieces as well. I hope in the future. But we will be back in another two weeks with an interview and community heroes and more from the gaming community. Until then, you can find us on Twitter at Third Faction Show, which is the number three R D Faction Show, or you can find me on at Dimitinoth, which is D E M E T E R N O T H, or the fabulous Bricko on at Brickostud, which is B R I C C O S T U D. And for other links on where to find us you can visit the website at thirdfaction.com and as i said earlier you will also find the link to the discord there there is a little waiting room because we like to keep everybody safe you can email the show on the third faction show at gmail.com or lowercase. and if you want to leave us a review you can do so on your chosen podcast platform which includes spotify now and yes. at warcraftradio.com forward slash directory if you don't want to leave us a review and you don't want to do patreon the very best thing you can do is just tell your friends about us just tell them that you really enjoyed the show and you recommend it we continue to stand with the employees of activision blizzard king and their demands End, end in end abuse no i've been talking too much you see end abuse in gaming fire bobby kotick Boots board remember folks be kind to yourselves and each other's.